Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish dash tech dash news. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, where I bring you the Crypto Corner, where I interview founders, thought leaders, artists, you name it, in crypto, blockchain, NFTs, entertainment. Um, and today, courtesy of uh, Web Summit, which is going on place right now as, as my guest and I speak, um, I have my amazing guest today, and uh, his name is Sam Felt. He is a famous DJ and uh, the founder of Bandgage. Sam, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me uh, on the show. Appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I was doing back backflips when I when I uh, found out I was going to be interviewing you. So that was, this is great. Um, That's awesome. So let's, so let's kick things off. What is your background? Um, and is it a logical background for what you're doing now? Um, it is, in a sense. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 13 years old. I had to drag my dad to the Chamber of Commerce to get registered because, of course, I was a minor. Uh, I've uh, launched a, a lot of digital businesses, uh, for example, social media services, uh, dating sites, uh, but also uh, like web, web, web shops, e-commerce. Uh, and outside of that, I've always been a DJ and also always, uh, always been a, a music producer since I was about 11. Uh, so that collided, uh, and um, I'm now the founder of Fangage, which, which is a startup that gives creators their own platforms, and I'm also a worldwide touring artist. So uh, it, it seems to make sense. Great. And for those who don't know your music, could you walk us through a little bit of, of uh, you know your songs and the story behind that? Yeah, of course. Well, I invite you to go to Sam Felt on Spotify and just click the top three songs. I'm sure you know one of them at least. So I've, uh, I've, I've launched my musical career, well, in, in when I was 11, but uh, successfully uh, with spinning records when I was about 21. So um, yeah, my first, one of my first singles was Show Me Love, a remake of the 1993 classic by Robin S. That peaked all the way up to, I think, number two in the UK charts. So, uh, so that was a pretty good start. Started touring the world after that, I released a hit song called Post Malone t- two years ago. Um, yeah, 14 million listeners on Spotify every month. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely uh, music that you've heard before, uh, perhaps on the radio or on your favorite DSP. Yeah, I'm a little bit older than you, so I was dancing in the nightclubs in Philadelphia to show me love the original version. <laughs> so, awesome! It's still a banger. <laughs> it is. Uh, so let, let's talk about FanGage. What is FanGage all about? How does it work? Uh, what are you doing with that? So basically what I discovered as an artist back in 2016 was that I was getting more and more followers on social media, but reaching less of them uh, because of the algorithms. I actually had to pay Mark Zuckerberg over in Silicon Valley to get in touch with and reach my own fan base. Even though they went to my page, they clicked the button. I want to follow Sam Felt or I like Sam Felt. I wasn't able to get in touch with them when I had new music to promote or so the shows to sell out. So I realized I needed to take control of my audience, of my fan base. Uh, And the only way to do that is if you own fan data, because that truly makes you independent of any platform because you simply always have the data to uh, rely on. So I I started Fangage uh, as a solution to that. With Fangage, pretty much any creator can launch their own fan platform. 
uh, fans can sign up to that platform to unlock exclusive content and in exchange the creator gets access to their data. Uh, on top of that, we have monetization features, uh, a little bit like Patreon and OnlyFans, where you can sell subscriptions and content to your fans. Uh, and the good thing is that it all runs on your domain and your brand, kind of like a Shopify for creators. Instead of sending your fans from one third-party platform to another, you're actually sending them to your own website, which runs on Fangage, which is completely branded and white label. So that's the, that's the, the core idea of, of, uh, of Fan, Fangage. Do the Facebook algorithms and the Google algorithms work similarly, or do you have to do something to navigate through the Google ones too? Um, so for creators, Google is not a big discovery platform. So if you Google a creator like Sam Feld, you usually already know who it is. So the, the networks that we target are mostly like Instagram, TikTok, Snap, because those are discovery platforms that actually allow creators like myself to be discovered and we also say keep using those we're not saying like stop using social media social media is bad but use it in a way uh that you use it as a discovery platform and as a traffic source where the the social network is not the final destination for your fans because the final destination should always be a platform that is under your control just look at what happened to myspace fine even donald trump on social media uh you know people getting banned platforms disappearing and if you don't secure your audience in a platform that's yours, you're very vulnerable to those uh, those types of risks. Got it. Okay. I interviewed somebody earlier this year. She said to me, you're either being served or you're being served up, right? Yep, so, exactly. So how can content creators take power, you know, and their data? Like you said data, right? How can they take their data back? you know, um, in the social media uh, realm today? And how do you see it playing out for the, for the Web3? Yeah, so I, I think Web3 is definitely a super interesting uh, kind of like new way to not only take back control over that data, but also own a piece of the pie you're contributing to. Uh, so that's something that we are integrating at Fangage as well, tokenized, uh, tokenized Oh, sorry, uh, it's just that pop up. Tokenized access to content, creator tokens that live on the, the creator platforms. So these are all things that we are integrating uh, integrating as well. But very simply, uh, I think it's all about taking your followers from the algorithm that they're locked into, funneling them to a platform where you control uh, the rules and 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 you 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 can decide for yourself how you you interact with your fans. So that can be Fangage, but it can also be as simple as an email list. It can also be as simple as your own website. Uh, but definitely make sure that your fans live on a platform that is yours and not only on the platform that is borrowed, because that is uh, obviously not very sustainable. I never thought of it like that. Um, you know, and, and a lot of people seem to be, you know, at least, you know, I've been in crypto for, and blockchain for a few years, but a lot of people seem to be anti-tech, you know, um, but how can they start to adopt like a better, like a better tech mindset? Um, yeah, I mean, I think tech is, is beautiful if you, if you, if you use it in the right ways, you know, like I think it, I'm, I'm a big nerd myself, you know, like I'm, I'm a music producer, which by itself means that I'm very, you know, tech, tech, pro tech, because all my music is made electronically. Um, I just think that interests should be aligned and, you know, 
my interests aren't aligned with Facebook. So when I get my fans to like a my page on Facebook, basically what I'm saying to my fans is, hey, come join this platform that sells your data to the highest bidder uh, and that doesn't really care about our relationship and just wants to monetize off of our you know, intimate relationship that we have as a creator and a fan. So I think when you use tech for the right purposes and you align the interests, it's beautiful. So with Fangage, we cut out the middleman we give that power back where it belongs to the creator and their fans and make that relationship super pure. Fangage does not have access to fan data. So the only only person that has access to your data is the creator that you sign up for. So that makes it really transparent and very permission-based uh, and a, I think a great alternative to, to social media. You've seen this, uh, they're, they're launching Meta, right? Yeah, so... <laughs> of course. So I, I used Facebook back in 2008 to uh, organize my class, my high school reunion, right? So for those of us who have used Facebook just as showing pictures of food of our family growing up, you know, um, how do how are we going to be impacted by Meta, and what can like my friends from back home I grew up do to to be able to move forward with this platform and into this new uh, metaverse uh, society? Well, I think it really depends on how Facebook will roll out their vision and ID and version of the metaverse. I think, you know, I think how they see it is as some sort of VR world where we interact with each other. I think, you know, the metaverse is not going to be centralized. So I think, I don't know if the version of the metaverse from Facebook is going to be what, what, what ends up being the metaverse. So it's very, very hard for me to predict because the only thing I've seen so far is a video and a vision which I don't think aligns well with, for example, how Web3 views the, the metaverse and, uh, and, and, and that inherently has some sort of ownership component where creators and fans own a piece of the, the, the pie that they're contributing to. So uh, to be honest, I can't, can't answer that question because I don't know what Facebook is going to do uh, in, in the future and if that is the right way forward. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so... How do how have you seen so far? Um, there's a lot of positive thoughts and a lot of negative thoughts about uh, NFTs, uh, especially for musicians, for performers, for artists. Uh, how do you see the metaverse? Uh, I'm sorry, the NFT um, you know space playing out, and how can that benefit you know content creators? Well, I think you know what's great. What's great is that you can you can tokenize and sell basically anything that has a demand so i can be a song like i'm an investor of a a, a startup called sound.xyz uh, uh, they're actually doing nft slash tokenized soundcloud basically so i think that it has great potential and the good thing is that you know when we integrate tokenized access into fangage what you could have is for example okay you buy a, a sam felt nft which is you know a, a, a piece of great music combined with an awesome visual from, for example, my art director, but not only you get that, you also get access to a lot of exclusive content and experiences on my own Fangage platform because Fangage sees that you're a holder of my NFT through a, 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 a wallet connection. So I think that that really opens up a whole new world for to reward investors in creators, you know, and that's 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 what I think NFTs are all about, you know, uh, investing in someone you love that makes great content or great music or great artwork uh, and then also reaping the benefits from it when that creator 
when that pays off, you know, when that bet pays off and that creator does become more successful. So I think it's a great way that aligns interests once again between fans, supporters and creators. Great. And how do you see, do you see it as a game changer? How do you see it as game changer as, you know, in traditional, you know, world to say, be a lawyer, be a doctor or be an accountant or whatever. Don't be a performer, right? But you're, you're a successful performer. So how do you see, how do you see that, that NFT space helping the regular common artists out there and performers? Well, I, I think it, it removes the gatekeeper, right? So there's no art gallery needed anymore to showcase and sell your art, right? So if you get like Coinbase NFTs launching soon, like if you make great art and there's a market for it, you don't need that middleman anymore to profit from it and to sustain a, a career as a creator or as an artist. So I think it definitely helps uh, take down the walls that are around certain in industries and uh, it allows for many more direct monetization possibilities for also smaller artists. Like you have to make, you have to get millions of streams on your song on Spotify to make a living. Uh, but you only need a thousand fans buying your NFT to, to make a living. So it will be much easier for smaller creators and artists to, uh, yeah, to do this full time. So I think it, it will definitely boost creativity and, and, and be a great thing for, uh, especially smaller, smaller artists. Awesome. And, um, another important element, right. Is, um, is loyalty, right? How do you see, you know, platforms like you're creating, you know, the fan gauge and other platforms at Patreon and like that, how, how do you think they improve uh, loyalty? Well, they do completely because once again, they align the interests, right? So if, if you're a fan of my music and you sign up to Fangage and you unlock more content and experiences by giving me more information about yourself, which then allows me to send you a text message when I'm playing a show in Connecticut or wherever you're based, um, that, that, that greatly increases loyalty because one, you can, you, I, can, I can make sure that I reach you so you won't feel left out. Whenever I have new content, you're always going to be up to date, no matter what the algorithm does, you know, so it, you won't miss a show. You won't miss my new music. So that, that by itself already uh, inc increases loyalty because, you know, you're, you're in the loop, you know, and then stack that up together with a lot of interest, for example, from you holding an NFT and that growing in value, you're going to be more loyal because you're invested. You've got skin in the game with a specific creator as well. So I think, yeah, it definitely, it, it, it will definitely help to increase not only fan engagement, but also loyalty. Yeah. Awesome. And for those who, you know, one of the things I noticed in crypto is, is the, the successful projects are the ones where the uh, entrepreneur has had their back up against the wall when a normal person would have quit. Right. And I'm sure that that is rampant in the art and acting and, music industry, you know, what words of encouragement would you offer to new aspiring artists to, to stay in there no matter what? Um, how, what, what can they learn from you? Well, I've, I've had that moment many times. Uh, I've, I've always said to myself, yeah, I'm going to give myself another year. And if that doesn't pan out, I got a guy to go find myself a normal job. But Luckily, after a few of these deadlines, uh, I, I, I did, did get some traction. I did get signed, uh, but that took me 10 years. Uh, you know, I started DJing when, when I was 11, uh, producing shortly after, and I only got signed to a big label when I was uh, 
I think uh, 21. So definitely 10, 10 years of, of like, you know, trying and then failing and then getting back up again. So, you know, you never know how close you are. And the same counts for starting a startup, for example. You know, like I think it's, it's all about just keeping on and, and going on and, and trying again until you find that sweet spot or that traction that you're looking for. So what I would suggest is find your sounds, stick to it, make music that you love, because if you make or whatever music, artwork that you like, there's going to be an audience for it. Just don't imitate because that's already been done before. So uh, that's that's my word of advice creatively. Awesome. And one final question before, actually two questions, but one, the first one is this. If you could pick any three of your favorite songs, like my favorite song of yours is Stronger, right? If you could, th- if you could pick any three of your favorite songs, what would they be and why? Oh wow! It's, I mean, it's hard to, to to say that about yourself because I've heard those songs too many times. So, I mean, just nostalgically, "Show Me Love" would have to be in that list because that's what kickstarted it for me, um, and and you know made it possible to tour the world and do future songs as well. But I think you know uh, definitely one more obscure remix that I've done is on "Trees and Birds and Fire." Um, I just look it up on on YouTube. Not a lot of people know it, but that's musically maybe one of my uh, my favorites. And uh, then I think uh, the final one has to be Post Malone. My 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 wife and my kids love Post Malone. I just did ask me to put that in there when I when I'm talking to you. That make sure you tell him that we love we love his work. So you know and that's um, awesome. Well, say hi. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, so my final question is this: um, Thank you. First of all, thank you very much for your time today. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I know you got a busy schedule there, Web Summit, um, and I wish you could be there. Maybe next year I could be there in person. Um, but how can people find out more information about you, about Fangage, about your work, listen to your songs? How can they How can they engage with you? Yeah, well, uh, my Fangage platform is actually heartfelt.me. So if you want to check out all my content, you can go over there. Fangage.com is where you can start your own fan platform if you're a creator. So it's completely free. So uh, definitely do that if you're uh, you want to take more control over your audience and uh, and your fan base. Uh, and then uh, the rest of the platform, just uh, just type in Sandfeld and you'll be able to, to find me. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.